Hello, harmoniums. I think I like harmoniums. I don't know. Harmonies? Hi, everybody listening. I hope you have had an okay week. Still a lot going on in this world, I know. Yeah, I had a rough week. You know, sometimes you just have weeks where the old bag of tricks isn't working. I was meditating every day, exercising, eating super healthy, all the things you're supposed to do. But even though I was doing all my tricks, quote unquote, to combat anxiety and stress, man, I was just not able to sleep, like at all. And as we all know, getting no sleep does not make us very productive or happy physically, emotionally, or mentally. Just ask my husband. He <laughs> he. Poor Michael. Um, yeah. And because I was getting no sleep, I was just obsessed with meditating more and doing more yoga and eating more spinach and damn broccoli or whatever health stuff to try and get better sleep. And literally it went on for a week and a half. Nothing was working. And I started thinking about the ancient wise woman tradition where every pain, every hardship, every problem is cherished as a teacher, not a teacher who grades, but a teacher who guides. And the symbol of this wise woman tradition is a spiral. And spirals remind us that life is always moving, always changing, transforming. And most importantly, Spirals remind us that no emotional or physical state is permanent. So I thought, what if I tried to stop fixing the fact that I wasn't able to sleep and just accept it? What if instead of trying to fight it, I let the F go? Not trying to fix the fact I was getting no sleep or cure it or even balance it by yoga or all the things, but just nourish. I love that word, nourish. Just live in the present moment, breathe, and nourish. Sometimes problems, actually all the time, problems can become doorways, I think, for transformation. So I was like, how could my problem, quote unquote, of no sleep, be nourished, embraced, and maybe even an opportunity to learn something? So I stopped trying to fix the fact that I wasn't sleeping and I decided to do absolutely nothing. I looked at my schedule and canceled everything, everything I could that wasn't essential for work, obviously. It's not to work, y'all, but just anything, including workouts or cooking the things I thought I was supposed to to be healthy, quote unquote. I just stopped doing all of the things that I thought I was supposed to do and I cultivated and embraced this stillness. I sat outside in my backyard, feet on the earth in the sunshine, and I connected with nature, turned off all my electronics, didn't read a book. I just sat in nature, bare feet on the ground, took in each bird, tree, flower, smell and feel of the wind on my skin and the sun in my face. I also nourished my body with healing herbal infusions and teas. Since I was a little girl, there is just nothing that makes me happier than a warm cup of tea. I think it reminds me of my mom and early mornings in childhood spent with her sipping on our tea and laughing and sharing things with each other before the rest of the house woke up. Actually, one of my favorite memories leading up to my wedding was 
sitting on the porch in Jackson Hole, Wyoming with my mom early in the morning looking out at nature before everyone woke up and just sipping on my tea. I also took this time, this free time without anything to nourish my skin. I took Epsom salt baths with no technology, just the bath. And I put on music sometimes. Enya has been my favorite this week. I've always loved her. Nobody talks shit about Enya. She's the best. I actually also, in the bath, started doing my own facial massage and giving myself a little completely money-free and COVID-safe spa day. And then after the bath, I lit beeswax candles and I did these yoga nidra meditations every evening. Now, yoga nidra isn't yoga or traditional meditation where you're having to be seated and repeating a mantra and you're not supposed to have your thoughts come and interrupt or if they do, you're supposed to imagine them on a cloud going away. Nope, none of that. Yoga nidra is the most beginner-friendly beautiful practice I know. It's not even a practice. Most beautiful thing you can gift yourself. It's a guided relaxation meditation that you do lying down, covered in blankets. I do an eye mask too. I mean, yoga nidra, you cannot do it incorrectly. (laughs) You just lie there following the voice that guides you. And it's not necessarily a substitute for sleep, but They say that 30 minutes of yoga nidra is the equivalent of three to four hours of sleep, and they are not wrong. I mean, I could not have functioned at work without this practice when I wasn't sleeping through the night. I had to do yoga nidra to get me through the day. It is truly the most nourishing thing I've found in my life as far as deep letting go and rest and being free from anxiety and stress and to combat the lack of sleep. I'm so in love with it. I've been doing it for years on my own, but I actually am almost finished doing teacher training because I really want to be able to teach it to all of you. So in these coming future episodes, I'm going to be giving you some free practices. So get ready for that. But, you know, this was only a few days maybe that I did this. And I noticed that taking this time for presence and stillness and nourishment, eventually... I was sleeping through the night again. Look, (laughs) this doesn't mean that I'm like forever solved my problems of sleep and biohacked my way to being like goddamn sleeping beauty for the rest of my life. Hails no, y'all. I mean, remember the spiral. Life is never going to be without struggle. And these practices don't necessarily mean that every time I do them, I'm going to sleep for the rest of the night. But this week, taking that time to cultivate stillness, rest, quiet, nourishment, It worked. And there was a gift in this battle with no sleep. We live in this culture of productivity, right? And we define our self-worth by this productivity, which, you know, defining our self-worth by our productivity is an inherently patriarchal narrative. So really, the stillness, the rest, and the nourishment I gave myself this week also served as this form of resistance against what we've been told in our culture is good or true or successful. As y'all know, I am a recovering perfectionist. So these like daily practices that that were supposed to be contributing to my health and wellness, the the exercise, the eating healthy, all these things that I was sort of doing like a perfectionist 
were actually becoming this prison. And I realized that the prison was of me feeling not enough. I think our obsession with productivity as a culture is actually related to our fear of death, the legacy we want to leave on this earth that's really all stemming from our ego. So I felt kind of badass, right? This radical practice of nothingness made me feel inherently enough by doing nothing, by just taking the time to love myself so deeply this week. And you know what I realized? I know this is so Pollyanna, but taking all this time to really nourish and love myself, I was finding at work, in my personal life, that I was just feeling so much love and compassion and gratitude for everyone and everything around me as well. And look, I'm really privileged to have a work schedule that allowed me time to indulge in these practices, right? But hey, taking five to 10 minutes a day to do nothing, to be present, to love yourself, whatever stillness, nothingness, and loving yourself, nourishing yourself looks to you, that's something that all of us, no matter what we're going through, can commit to. I'm really excited that doing nothing seems to be my answer to everything. <laughs> I'd love to hear more about how you are indulging in nothingness this week because I'm sure everybody is different. So what nourishment looks like for you, I'd love to hear because I could always add to my nourishing uh, practices. So comment or DM me on Instagram and let me know. And I hope you're enjoying these episodes. If so, please join our newsletter because season two will be coming out in the next few months with amazing interviews. We just did one with Jewel, which was incredible. And if you love the show, please tell your friends to catch up on season one. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're really trying to build a community. That's the word for me of 2021 is using harmonics to build community. So if you have any ideas of how we can do that better or you have ideas for the podcast, just DM me on Instagram or leave a comment and I will look at them. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.